0: What is up, everybody? I have Mr. Travis Jones from the Vortex Optics across from me right now. Now, Travis, we're going to talk a little bit about shed hunting today. We're going to talk about, uh, more specifically, a shed hunting trip that you went on. You, uh, You love to hunt. You love to do a variety of things. You really love to shed hunt.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, it's probably almost my favorite. It really is. Are you
0: one of those people and i've known a couple that they have at least said this which it kind of boggles my mind they're like i would rather shed hunt than actual hunt are you are you that far gone
1: no i'm not that far just because i mean they're they're different in themselves Um, yeah but i would i would never ever want to give it up that's for sure either one really but no it's where, jet it, where is, does it
0: rank in your hierarchy of outdoor activities oh gosh
1: it's it's up there towards the top <laughs> that that at <laughs> elk hunting those two are just really they're they're back and forth after this last year elk hunting is now a little higher but <laughs> but i still love jet hunting actually it's a it's a big passion of not only mine but my wife's as well which makes it really much more fun um when it becomes more of a family activity too um but and it's easy it's easy to be rewarding you know, and it's not easy to pick up big sheds, but it's, it's easy to go shed hunting. You know, you don't have all the logistics of buying a license and making sure you can know all your regulations and all that stuff. But, um,
0: yeah, well, and actually a little bit, right. Depending on where you're at, yeah, there, there is they're some changing of that, that. nowadays. Yeah.
1: Now we got seed, shed seasons and everything like that, but, um, no, yeah, we, uh, I think my shed hunting really stemmed back to actually my first time ever elk hunting when I was 14, um we were on a muzzleloader, uh, elk hunting trip and I found a, an elk shed and wasn't successful in shooting an elk, but I found that shed and I was, I was so ecstatic that I, you know, I picked that shed up and I carried it with me everywhere. And, um, I still have that shed to this day, but that's my, that's really my first shed. I mean, I knew before that I had never even picked up a whitetail shed. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I was still young yet, but, um, yeah, no, we never we never shed hunted for, but it, you, I mean, if we think about whitetail sheds, really, you got about a month, you know, if you're lucky from, you know, weeks from the time that they drop them just because the squirrels eat them up so fast.
0: It It's crazy. I mean, I'd, I'd say that's somewhat, I mean, I'm sure that happens other places as well, but like I've never lived anywhere where they get ate up so quickly like yeah. you said, you got about a month here it seems like other places oh well, they can sit out all year like no problem like here man like yeah they can be gone
1: yeah if they drop them in the timber like i found uh bloody based white tail sheds that are half eaten right it's crazy yeah it's as soon as they fall like the squirrels are just sitting around watching watching yeah. for other days. areas
0: they'll just sit out for years and bake in the sun years whatever and years. You know? yeah there's a
1: lot of theories on that too on like out west you know how long you know, will they actually because eventually they get bleached out and then they start to crack and they turn to what they call chalk. Um, and then they just fall apart and go back to the earth. But um, I'm not sure some people say that it could be 30, 40 years old, and some people say no they just deteriorate really fast, but
0: that I don't know. I know we' well, we'll need we should need to get some sort of uh, time lapse. Get yeah. a controlled, like a semi-controlled environment, you know there where you know. can keep an eye on it. But uh, so speaking of shed hunting, family shed trips, you guys kind of have an annual i mean you have an annual yep like shed trip shed yep. camp Family thing that you have going on. Yep.
1: Shedcation. 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 Yep. That's you're what
0: smiling as you talk about this. Yes. I can see you beaming.
1: Yes. I love shed hunting. So obviously that in that time of year is great too to be out there. Um. My wife makes us shirts that says shedcation and all this other stuff. Oh, so yeah, we God. make. We it's pretty big in my family. So
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you get you know you you make those t-shirts. You take the pictures. You yep. post it on social media. Yep. Other people make like the family Disney shirts. Yeah. You guys go on the on the family shedcation. Well, yeah. so this particular one, so Eric was telling me, or uh, Eric and I said, talk to you. He's like, dude, you got to talk to Travis. You got to get him on the podcast. Have him tell you about his like insanely, um, like it sounded awesome, but also like an incredible debacle.
1: It was a lot of ups and downs. It was it was quite the trip. So every year it's usually pretty pretty good. You know, we go out there, we find sheds, we have a good week, we come home. This year everything Simple, was kind right? of different. Yeah, yeah. This year was different. So, um, I have this Chevy Colorado. It's got that little four-cylinder Duramax diesel in it. And last year, yeah, last year my wife had an Idaho tag. Um, we were on our way out there, and a this thing comes up on the dash and tells us that you know it's going to reduce our speed, going to go in limp mode. So we turn around. We're already way past Laramie. And uh, we have to turn around because it was basically limits you to four mile an hour after like 300 miles or something like that, or 100 some miles, whatever it is. So we had a decision to make do we just try to keep driving and find a town that has a Chevy dealer, or do we turn around? So we turned around, played safe. About five miles out of Laramie, I could literally see Laramie. The warning went away, it just shut off. Took it to the dealer. They looked at it, they did everything, they put their scanner on it and they could not find anything. There was no codes, there was no trace of it even happening. They said, oh, it was just bad DEF, because there was a DEF warning. Okay, So So, gotcha. diesel engines run, uh, you gotta put DEF fluid in them, it's part of an emissions thing and it cleans, uh, makes a cleaner flow of exhaust or whatever. But So, um, when you
0: were going to shed hunt, an area that you were planning elk. on hunting, the, or you're actually going elk hunting. Going elk
1: hunting. Yep. That okay. was that was last September. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So it went away. He said it was probably just expired deaf. He said you're good to go. We drive it all the way back. We don't have any issues. We elk hunt on the way home. The def uh, warning comes back up again, and I was making sure I was putting good def in it. Comes back up again. We don't stop. I asked my wife. I said what do we do? And she's like, let's just go. Let's just chance it. It'll go out. So we. Drive through, it goes out. We're like, okay, it's obviously just a faulty sensor. We get all the way home. We go a whole nother year. And The next shed season comes up, and which would be the next, the following spring, which is this last spring. And we uh, shed season openers May first out there, so we make our our trip out there and get there on the first. And uh, we we shed hunt that first week. On the way out, about three quarters of the way out there, the symbol or the the warning light come back on again. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. What? Warning light. Nah, it'll go off.
0: Yeah. Well, this old thing. Yeah. No big deal.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we made it out too there with the time that we had because it didn't come on till later, and uh, it w- wasn't going away. And it got down to like you know 20 miles, and now it still is not going away. And I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. So I said, let's just plan. It's probably going to go off. I said, we got 20 miles. We'll be good. So that was that was the day before shed opener. And so, then this year I went all out. Like I did so much e-scouting and, and there's all these places where I was like, I've never been in there, but I know there's sheds in there and all this other stuff. So we get in there and, uh, the, that morning drive in there, shut the truck off. Cause it still had not said it was gone and, uh, have a tremendous day. We found, I, we found three loads of giant antlers literally in the first, like, I don't know, half day or whatever. <laughs> Um, we filled the, the truck bed, actually. I got a picture of all the sheds in the back of the truck and the packs or whatever, but f- all browns too, all, oh. all browns. Nothing big, but, I mean, I did find one seven-point, which seven points are really hard to find. So, um, And keep in mind, these are OTC units in Colorado, so, I mean, they're they're not known for giants, so it's really fun to go out there and f- even find any big ones. But um, So we find all these sheds. We have a heck of a day. We're celebrating. We drive home, and I, by the time we get back, it's now limited us to, like, the four mile an hour part now we don't know what to do you're
0: officially in limp mode
1: yes we're officially in the uh you can't go anywhere real fast mode <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know how fa- fast four mile an hour is try to drive four mile an hour sometimes see how slow it actually is but optimal like for real... picking
0: up some road sheds though you know <laughs> just really slow roll, really you know? close to
1: town yes so we call what happened is we find out the issue the issue is a Uh, It's called a NOX sensor. So the NOX sensor, um, it's in part of the emission system. It's monitoring the exhaust flow, making sure that it's up to snuff. When that sensor gets faulty, it does exactly what we've been experiencing. And me not digging deeper into it the first time it happened, obviously bit me in the butt here because it finally went out, went out. And the only way you can get that to go back is to, you know, put it, a new sensor in there and, and then have a, a dealer reflash it um, or do a forestry regen and you know, do some other stuff too. But, um, so with that, we're like, Oh, no big deal. We'll get the part. Um, Angie's parents, my, my in-laws come out with us and they watch Isabelle's on the, when we go out shed hunting. So that's really, really nice. We stay in a, a big cabin, uh, make a really good vacation out of it. But so they said that we still had their vehicle. So we had a way a okay, means of transportation gotcha. Gotcha. to get to town. Um, the, we found out that the part is on a national back order and with no e t a and which we know about in this even in the optics industry there's some parts you just can't get you know in this day and age with this with everything that's going on um so so we basically are just like, so what do we do well we can put a, a um basically they said like a national search on it where they just start checking every place possible. Mm-hmm. And I started calling myself. We called every dealer, you know, in Wyoming and Colorado and all, you know, around us and then they looked into their dealers and they're like, I can't even I can't even order the part. That's how bad it is. And we got that from multiple people. And we're like, Okay, well and there was we so we we're friends with a local out there that lives in the area he has a buddy who has a Colorado or a Canyon which is this GMC's version of the Colorado with the with the Duramax in it, that's sitting at the dealership still and this is about in a year because it needs that knock sensor part so oh my gosh basically we're stuck in a really bad place to where now we don't have a truck we have a UTV on a trailer and all of our stuff uh, me myself my wife uh a buddy of ours connor and our daughter and then um all of our stuff and then her parents just have like a, it's a Acura arcade. I mean, a really like a $70,000 Acura, like a really nice little SUV thing, um, crossover thing. But so we don't know what to do. So we, in the means of trying to figure this out, we basically just are driving, um, out and we make the best of a, of a bad situation. We're driving my father in law's $70,000 Acura (laughs) (laughs) into the, as far as we could into the mountain. We couldn't go anywhere crazy, but it just turned out the rest of the the rest of the week we couldn't find anything really that good um just because we couldn't get back in there uh so we we made the decision we're just going to buy a truck so naturally yeah that's i mean i i we literally had no other way of getting home i mean we were basically stuck cuz you know gmc just or gm just says well sorry you know cuz they can't do anything about it so we ended up buying a truck. So I bought a truck and another diesel. Only this one was deleted. So I guess we were good there. We are safe. That's, we're, that's
0: that's a hell of a sales technique. You know, I tell you what, I don't have this sensor.
1: But I'll tell you what I do have. I got another truck. I got truck, right? brand new truck right over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I mean, it, we were right in the middle of trying to buy this brought this farm that you know, we just bought 56 acres. We were right in the middle of trying to buy this farm. The bank was not happy with us so <laughs> we bought a truck. <laughs> but it was really our our best way to get home because he's like you can't rent a vehicle cross country or across states anymore one way you'd have to drive everything back um like u-haul trucks the same thing you can't drive them like like the truck part like trailers and stuff you can take but you can't do a one-way on a, on a truck really uh, yeah it was just we oh my wife exhausted every sure? option i don't know if it was availability or what it was but they couldn't afford to let any of their trucks to go across and one way wild yeah It was, I mean, I, trust me, we tried every single option that we could think of. Um, Uber was really expensive. That wasn't even.
0: (laughs) That wasn't on the table? (laughs)
1: No, no. Um, It kind of was, it was, it was still cool though, because we ended up going home. Um, It was kind of a crappy trip after that. Um, But we ended up flying back out after we got the part to fix the truck. And we made a half day out of shed hunting. My wife and I just both, we just. Grabbed a tent and flew out there and got the truck, fixed the truck, drove out to the mountain, had a half day to shed hunt, and we picked up another big pile of sheds because now with my truck, we were able to get back in there again. We found probably the coolest 5 by 5 set that I've ever, you know, found. I found one side, my wife found the other, big big 90 degree tails, mm. you know, huge whale tail on it. It was super Jeez. cool. Yeah, like 20, 22 inch long tail on it that just drops like straight 90 off the main. So super cool set. And, but yeah, it was... There, I mean, there was so much stuff in between there. We were, we had the, well, our local friend. He lent us his vehicle one day. With he had really like bald, not bald, but they were like, what is what did um, Ryan call him? Golf, tart, golf cart, golf cart tires.
0: Part. Yes, he was yeah talking about Ryan. my truck. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Which I I don't deny. I need some new tires. Like, yes, it's it's yeah. actually it's uh, it's criminal. Yes, what, I, what I'm riding with right now.
1: Yeah. So and anybody who's driven out there when it rains or gets wet um, in that in those Western states that, that mud isn't like normal mud. No, it turns into like grease. It's like this, it's only like a top layer of this much, but so we almost got stuck back there with a friend locals vehicle and that was bad. So then we just came back out and we just called the trip a loss, but we still had, we, we shed on a lot of mule deer country cause that's lower stuff so you can get to with uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, a regular vehicle. Um, my wife found her biggest mule deer set this year, which is super cool. Um, so, yeah, it was still a good time, but I, had, it, it was a lot of craziness.
0: It sound uh, Here's what I like, though. I like that, uh, at least from what it sounds like, you guys kept positive attitude. Yeah, absolutely. You, you didn't give up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had a great excuse to buy a new truck.
1: Maybe, maybe too positive. <laughs> and
0: uh, and yeah, even after all that, versity, Yeah. You uh like a lot of like milestone shed uh, moments yep, like yep. big
1: fives, biggest sets, yep. like truckloads full of antlers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one we'll never forget. That's for sure. But uh, not all because of good. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I I love. Them. Yes, that's a that's a lot. That's That's yeah. that's definitely a very eventful, shedcation. Yep.
1: Not something you can plan for.
0: Not too much muchcation on that one, actually. No,
1: it was more stress than than <laughs> I needed a vacation after the vacation. We'll say that. That's for sure. Exactly. But, no, exactly. we had a good time. So
0: I love it. Too funny. Well, hopefully this shed season. Yeah. It's very different, not different from truckloads of sheds, but just having a truck that works. Yes. And you guys have a nice yeah. little uh, shed case, you maybe throw in a few umbrella drinks in the process <laughs> yeah. and uh, pick up a bunch of horns. So, uh, no, I appreciate it, Travis. Thanks everybody for listening. Absolutely. If you like this story, I like this story. It's a good story, Travis. Yeah. I think, uh, some, some highs and lows. If you liked it, let us know. If you want to hear more hunt stories, shed stories, yeah. whatever stories, let us know that as well. And, uh, yeah. Good luck shedding on your shed yeah. hunting out there, everybody and hunting and shooting and whatever you like to do in the outdoors. Absolutely. Enjoy it. We'll catch you on the next one.